Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might just make your day a wee bit better. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, how are you all doing today? Good, I hope, as life is sure challenging these days. You know... I have come to the conclusion that watching the news hasn't helped me one bit over the years. If anything, all it did was make me feel somewhat depressed. It's something like these platforms I have out there today. I won't mention their names as well. It's not important. Most folks know who they are without me telling you. Some say, George, you were on some of them too, weren't you? I say, yep, I was. No denying that until I realized what they were doing to me. A few things that I found out over time was that they wasted a lot of my time. And being the age I am today, time is precious. I also found that at the end of the day, they left me in a state of confusion and uncertainty. They also led me to folks that upset me some occasionally. Another thing I also found was that after being on there for a while, I soon found myself trying to deal with information that for most parts was nothing but false information, or as some call it today, fake news. You know, the person that came up with that saying was right on the money, as today I am finding that a lot of news isn't all on the up and up. I also found that most of all these platforms work hard on ways to influence a person in all kinds of ways, until they become part of your life. And when that happens, well, for me, I just stopped associating with them and got on with what is truly important in life, like being here today with you, sharing a story or two. One last thing about some of these places is that it should be noted that they make millions of dollars off your wisdom, your pictures, and your information. I will say that last one again, information. Anyways, that is my slice of life for today. Take it for what it's worth. Now. Let's get on with the story today. I hope you enjoy. It's all in how you hold them. I am sure a lot of you folks have played a hand of cards in your day, and I am thinking that a few will be able to relate to this tale I'm going to tell you here. In my teens, my old dad bought some property down in the sunny south, just south of Sarasota, Florida, on the old Tamiami Trail, or what some call today Highway 41. If I remember correctly, my dad said they started building that road in 1915. I bet it could sure tell a few stories, huh? For years, every fall come November, we loaded up the car and pointed it south. After enjoying a few winters in the sunny south and looking things over, my dad decided to build a cottage on a few acres he had bought. I wrote a story about how my dad and me built that cottage a while back and We'll share it with you at another time on one of my podcasts. Some important things I remember 
The most while visiting our cottage was the friends I had made, and there were a lot of them. Jerry was one, and his mother rented a place next to our cottage, and over the years we became very good friends. Vi, Jerry's mother, also became a good friend with my wife and I, along with my dad, and right up until she passed away, we always kept in touch with each other. Today, it's hard even thinking of Florida without her being there anymore. Our boys, Craig and Carl, eventually started calling her Grandma Vi. Jerry, though, as I said, became a good friend, along with his brother, Bill. There were many nights we would get to playing cards while enjoying a few bush beers. We sure had some good times. Our favorite card game was euchre, and as soon as the supper dishes were washed and put away, out would come the cards. It should be noted that a lot of times we played while we even ate. Jerry and I were inseparable for a few years until he moved north to Texas. After he left, though, his brother Bill and I became close friends, too. But I'm getting ahead of myself, and I do that occasionally. Well, knowing Jerry, we not only became good friends, we also became great card partners. Usually, we would pit ourselves against Dad and Bi. I also found that we had to really watch what others were doing while playing Euchre. Reason being that Jerry and I were young learning the ropes, and we soon found out that not all was as it seemed to be. Vi and Dad were old, so to speak, and had played many games of cards over the years. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying these older folks would count any extra, po any extra points unknowingly, but it seemed to Jerry and I we were always losing. For those that know the game, you can keep track of your score using twos and threes for counters. Some count with, five, with two fives. Simple enough, it would seem. But my old dad, being a farmer, he liked to sprout them a wee bit now and then, saying it brought good luck. Now here again, I wouldn't come right out and say that he would cheat, but occasionally it seemed to Jerry and me that them sprouts grew pretty fast. That got Jerry and me thinking on things, and we came up with a plan of our own that would make up for them sprouts growing like they seemed to do. A few things we came up was like coughing real hard, or kicking each other in the leg, moving our left ear, and one of our favorites, you want another beer? In other words, each one of them things I just mentioned would be a signal of sort to either make it black or make it red for Trump. We didn't do it all the time, but there were a few times that we felt that it was warranted. The reason being that these older folks were so darn good at what they were doing, well, we figured it would give us an edge. The trouble with that, though, was that even with all these things Jerry and I came up with, they still beat us. Most of the time, we never could figure that out. I kind of think now that maybe them two had a few things worked out between themselves. <laughs> Maybe that, or we played so many games they just got to know us better than we knew ourselves. I also think it is worth mentioning that in all the games of Buker we played, which was thousand, there was never any arguing. On the contrary, as at the end of the night our sides hurt from laughing so much. I sure miss them old days, but not as much as I miss my old dad by Jerry and Bill. 
But as they say, the sorrow we feel when we lose a loved one or a friend is the price we pay to have had them in our life. And after losing many a friend and family members over the years, I now make the most of every day, enjoy the family that I have left, and chat to my friends more often. Another game my dad and I played for a lot of years was crib. I remember we used to drive him down the floor to my wife and I when he was getting older so he could have his car. My wife and I would stay a few weeks and then fly home, leaving him at his cottage. On the way down, stopping at different motels, I can remember we were no sooner in the door of our room and out would come the crib board. Let's get the game started before supper, he would say. Sometimes it got me a wee bit upset, but I chalked it up mostly to being a bit hungry and tired of driving after all day. I didn't say anything when I got this way, as I knew how much he loved to play, and truth be told, we didn't get together that often. What would I give now, though, to be able to play a game or two with him? It still makes me sad with him being gone, but I do have some fine mem fine memories, along with a lot of his wisdom, which will never leave me. And also, I have called on a lot of times when my path through life threw, threw me a few curves. Where we live now, my wife and I have a lot more free time, or I should say, we make more free time. And if you were to walk into our home, you would always find the crib game going on. Lately, though, we have been playing crib in the mornings, which is ongoing. And then, to break things up a wee bit, we have a game of croconole at lunch. I came across our old croconole board at a grad sale made right here in Canada years ago out of Maple. Great board and great game, too. Cost me $5. I have to say it was $5 well spent. So, there you go. A wee bit on how we had fun years ago, and even into the day. You know, you might want to try it sometime if you get in a rut. It sure beats watching television every night. And on top of all that, my lovely wife and I found that it brings family and friends closer together. Something we could all use a bit more of, especially with this virus in our midst. Well, that last part of being closer together. You might want to cut your games back to your immediate family for the spell. Damn social distancing. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, Share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy.
And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>